Hi, I'm Ken Trimber and welcome to the KTA University podcast. This podcast is going to discuss uh, calibration of type 2 electronic uh, inspection gauges and verification of accuracy and adjustment. Bill Corbett's going to answer the questions for us and, okay. and Bill, if we can start, can you des describe those terms, calibration, verification of accuracy and adjustment? Okay, so um, calibration uh, as it's defined by both ASTM and SSPC in their, uh, specifically in their coding thickness measurement documents or standards, calibration is defined as, you know, the high-end uh, verification that the equipment is working properly and typically that's done under controlled conditions of temperature and humidity uh, by someone who has the ability to perhaps even pull the gauge apart and, and replace parts and pieces on the inside of the gauge to bring it back to factory settings. Um, calibration is typically done by the, the gauge manufacturer, uh, an approved service center, or an, a, an accredited calibration laboratory. So uh, it's, it's typically done so it, the, the uh, calibration is traceable to a national metrology institution and the agency that does the calibration will typically provide a certificate of calibration and they'll also put a sticker on the gauge that indicates when that calibration would be due again. And when might that be? What's the interval? Typically, it's, it's, it's a year. It doesn't have to be. That's recommended. You know, heavy users might turn their gauges in for calibration every six months, where if it's a light user, they may go, you know, a year and a half before they send their gauge back. But annual is recommended. A verification of accuracy is a little different. Verification of accuracy is done by the gauge user and it's done using traceable coded standards in the case of dry film thickness so that we can verify that the gauge is actually working properly right there in the shop or the field before we take measurements with it. And then the final term that you use, which is adjustment, that's something that we do to uh, adjust the gauge to compensate for things like surface roughness, maybe curvature, uh, the actual metallurgy of the, of the metal that we're, we're measuring on, it, it corrects for some of those things that could affect the dry film thickness measurements. And that's done on the actual uh, substrate itself. And, and how do I adjust the gauge to incorporate the substrate? What do I use for that? Okay, well typically uh, there's a, in the case of electronic dry film thickness gauges, there's a set of measured shims that come with the gauge or most of the gauge manufacturers will sell certified shims. Either one are acceptable and those are placed onto the prepared metal and the gauge is placed on the shim and the gauge is adjusted Typically, there are buttons on the gauge that you can adjust the gauge, uh, and you adjust to match the gauge to the measured or the certified uh, shim, and that removes any effect that the substrate might be uh, imparting on the gauge. All right, so if I have this right, in the, in the shopper field, I'll have some certified standards or blocks, and I verify the gauge is working correctly. I may have to make adjustments to make sure it reads correctly yes. on these blocks. Right. I take then that gauge and I put a shim on the blasted surface yes. and I readjust the gauge to read the shim? Yes, correct. Why did I have to do the blocks first if I'm going to adjust it anyway to read the shim thickness? Yeah, and that's, a, that's uh, 
we run into that question quite a bit. In other words, we're, we're, we're pushing buttons twice. You would think you can just go to the measured shim or, or certified shim over the prepared metal, make your adjustment one time and move on. And uh, we challenged the gauge manufacturers about that very question. And their response back made a lot of sense. What they're saying is, in order to verify that the gauge is operating properly, you must check it on something that you know the thickness of over a substrate that is not going to influence that measurement. So the certified coded standards, the, the coding on those standards is very precise and it is on smooth metal. So there is no effect of a roughened surface. Uh, they are flat, so there's no curvature issues and those types of things. So we, are, we can gain confidence in the, in the gauge by measuring something that we know exactly how thick it is before we start making adjustments on something that is variable. Okay, all right, well that makes sense. So how do you know which of those blocks or thicknesses to choose to verify that the gauge is working correctly? Sure, most of the coded <laughs> standards come with maybe four or even six blocks of different thicknesses. So what SSPC as well as ASTM recommend is that you select the block that's, or maybe two blocks uh, or, or two coded standards that are closest to the thickness that you anticipate using the gauge in. For example, if you're going to measure four to six mils dry film thickness in the field, you want to check the gauge you know, right around five mils or so to make sure it's accurate. A lot of these gauges, the range goes up to maybe 60, 80 mils, even higher, so you always want to check the gauge in the range of use. You know, what's interesting is uh, what you've described, this verification of accuracy, many people actually incorrectly call calibration. Yes. That's, I, I hear that a lot. Yes. People get the standards, they I'm going to calibrate the gauge. What you're saying is no, you don't calibrate. The only people yes. that calibrate are the manufacturer or certified lab. Yes. Uh, and many people will argue that that's semantics, but calibration is defined differently than verification of accuracy in ASTM D7091, which is dry film thickness on ferrous and non-ferrous metals, as well as SSPCPA2, which is actually a procedure for determining uh, whether or not the coating thickness conforms to the specification. But in that document, they describe those terms very similarly. So those are the two standards that would apply to what yes. we're talking about. Yes. Are there any others, or is that? Uh, there are some ISO standards that that uh, are sometimes specified for measurement of dry film thickness, but uh, SSPC PA2 is one of the most widely downloaded standards out of the SSPC marketplace, um, and actually references back to the ASTM standard for gauge use. Okay. All right, back to this <coughs> uh, uh, verification of accuracy and adjustment. I've heard the terms one point and two point. Okay. What, what is that? All right. Mean. So if, if you go back to my example I used earlier where I said, well, you know, our specification is requiring four to six mils dry film thickness. We want to check the gauge, you know, around five mils. If we check the gauge at five mils only, that's called a one point or single point uh, verification. So we're only checking it at one thickness. If we anticipate measuring four to six mils dry film thickness and we want to establish a range of accuracy, we may check the gauge down around maybe three mils on a coded standard that's three mils thick, and then maybe on a coded standard it's up around eight mils thick. And if we get the gauge to read properly at three mils and at eight mils, 
we can make an assumption that anywhere in, within that range it's going to read accurate as well. So that's called a two-point adjustment. Either is fine. The two-point is probably a little bit better. Okay, and in all cases, I'm able to really adjust. I mean, adjust the gauge to read those shim thicknesses. Yes. There's no problem making those adjustments. Correct. Now, some manufacturers do make gauges where you cannot physically make an adjustment. There are no buttons on the gauge to push to make those types of mm -hmm. adjustments. And in that case, what you'd have to do is you'd have to create a curve, a correction curve, so that you know what the, the instrument reading is and then plot it on the curve to represent the actual coating thickness. It's a lot more difficult. Yeah. Personally, I'd recommend making sure that the gauge you have purchased that you can make adjustments to for both verification of accuracy and adjustment. Okay, um, maybe it's that other gauge you're talking about. I've heard the term permanently calibrated gauge. Is that is that y accurate? Or? Yes, that's. Uh, I have heard that term as well, and my opinion is that's a marketing term, mm. you know, versus a technical term. Uh, most gauge manufacturers uh, will want those gauges returned to them or an accredited calibration lab to verify they're working properly. Uh, think about it. Uh, if the gauge gets put into paint that's slightly tacky and the probe becomes contaminated, uh, if somebody accidentally pushes buttons on front of the gauge, if the gauge is dropped, um, if the battery life is low, uh, if it's uh, an extremely hot substrate that's being measured, all those things could affect the reading. So we want to make sure the gauge is, is working properly and that we can send it back for calibration if necessary. Excellent. All right, so the terms calibrate the manufacturer, I can do my verification in the field and then adjust it as necessary to account for the substrate. Yes. Perfect. Anything else you'd like to add? No. One, uh, well, one of the things I, I think I would like to reinforce is those three steps uh, calibration, verification of accuracy, and then adjustment. Those three steps are, re are required to be performed before taking coating thickness measurements when your specification references SSPCPA2, and many specifications do. So if you skip any of those steps, you have not conformed mm. to the specification. Uh, so it's important to recognize what these documents do require before you start going out there and taking coating thickness measurements. Uh, I always like to go back to a phrase, it's kind of corny, but I always want to check something that I know the thickness of before I check something that I don't know the thickness of. I don't know how thick the applied coating is, that's what I'm trying to determine, so I want to make sure that my gauge is as accurate as it can be so I'm getting good data to make sure that my applied coating meets the specification. Excellent. Well, thank you. That completes this podcast. <clears throat> Log on to ktuniversity.com to view other podcasts.